lift up our hands and give praise to the one that fixes. Give worship to the one that fixes. He's always in the business of fixing. He has fixed before. He will fix again today. He will fix tomorrow. He will always fix. He's in the business. presented himself to Jeremiah as the porter. The porter. The porter that molds using clay. And he molds vessels. And he molds into shapes that he desires. And if in process of time the vessel gets marred, no problems. The potter's house is available to fix again. You are in the right place this morning. Choir has preached to us God's word. I want you to believe and I want you to receive. It will fix you. It will fix me. It will fix us. It will so do it that men will be full of wonders and awe. Because whereas you were this way before, now because of fixing, you are another thing. You are another person. Hallelujah. That, that's the business of the Lord and that's what he's going to do today. He will fix it. He will fix you. He will fix me. And men will no longer recognize us. Hallelujah. They looked at the man. Are you the same man that we knew to be blind? Are you sure you are the same man? He said, I am. They were not sure. They went to the parents. This child of yours, was it truly born blind? Are you sure it's the same? Oh, it's because of what the Lord did. The Lord will so do it that people will no longer recognize you. For it will be a shock unto them. By the time he's done with fixing. Father, we thank you. Lord, we appreciate you for your word this morning. You have spoken through to us through the mouth of your servant. You have spoken through us through the mouth of the choir. And you are simply putting an icing on the cake this morning. We receive this icing. And we receive, oh God, a total package in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He will do it. That was the title of my message. He will do it. He will do it. What is he going to do this morning? He will deliver this morning. In the name of Jesus. He's going to deliver this morning. He will do it. And I want somebody to have an implicit trust in the word of God this morning. It's a very, very simple title. and um, But it's powerful because... The, the, the mind of God for you and I is such that we are set to receive what is beyond imagination. So when I say we'll do it, it's not necessarily what you are bargaining for. It, it will be beyond it. Because when he does things, he does things beyond our imagination, our thinking, our intentions, for he does things that are exceedingly 
abundantly awesome such that when men will see it, you won't be able to explain yourself in the name of Jesus. It's like a woman that has been crying for conception and delivery of a baby. And the Lord decides to visit her with a quadruplet. That is beyond imagination. Hallelujah. He will do it. He will do it. It will be beyond what you can imagine or think. It will do it. I'm stressing it because I believe, therefore I speak. For we have in the spirit of faith, we believe, therefore we speak. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 16, we quickly read. Luke chapter 13. What is going to do? He's going to deliver. And he did it before I would do it again. In the account we are about to read, Jesus was in the temple as it was his custom. And then he sighted an ugly sight in the temple. And he reacted immediately to that. What was his response to that ugly sight? We're going to read. As he was, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had the spirit of infirmity 18 years. What was that infirmity? She was bowed together. Can you please help me with Amplified Version? I think it's better said, in, I want us to look at it in that version, Amplified Version, from verse 11. And there was a woman there who for 18 years had had an infirmity caused by a spirit, a demon of sickness. So we understand that sicknesses are not from the Lord. They are the devil's you know, workmanship. Amen. She was bent, unable to straighten herself up, or to look upward. So that was what the devil did in the life of that woman. Bent over. So that there will be no productivity. So that there will be nothing that she will be able to do. And uh, make his life you know, to, to account for. Do you have a twisted finance? Do you have a twisted career? Are you having a twisted business? Are you bent over in any area of life? The fixer is in the house this morning. Like he fixed this woman, he will fix it in the name of Jesus. What did he do to that situation? Let's look at it. Can you please bring it up? Verse 12 now. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are released from your infirmity. Old King James Version, he said, Woman, thou art loosed. Hallelujah. So Jesus knew the origin of that bondage. He knew that it was a bondage and the woman needed to be released from it. He understood the very foundation of the problem. Addressed the foundation and then what happened? Let's look at it. What happened? When he made that declaration and when Jesus saw her, he called her. Then he laid his hand on her and instant, somebody say instantly. Somebody say instantly. She was made straight. And she recognized and thanked and praised God. That word she recognized presupposes that she was shocked. I mean, she was in a way this moment and then the next moment something suddenly happened. And out of shock, she asked us, am I the same person? May you be shocked. So much that you look at yourself in the mirror and ask, am I the same person? 
The one that was called the barren. Now look at the children round about me. Hallelujah. The one that was said cannot amount to anything in life. Now look at me. I'm giving loans to people. I'm extending benefits and benevolence to people. Hallelujah. I'm talking of a Jesus that fixes. Bring it up, please. We are not done yet. She recognized and thanked and praised God. Verse 14. But the leader of the synagogue, helpers of Satan's ministry, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, they wanted to protect their religious, you know, religious fortress. Said to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. So come on those days and be cured. Not on Sabbath day. What was Jesus' response? Verse 15. But the Lord replied to him, saying, you play actors, hypocrites. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it out to water it? Verse 16. And ought not this woman... A daughter of Abraham. Now that is very key. A daughter of Abraham. When Jesus sighted that woman, she saw an ugly sight in the synagogue that was a covenant daughter and that had no business with the condition she has found herself. Daughter of Abraham. Connected to Abraham by covenant. Daughter of Abraham. The carrier of the blessings and the promises of God concerning Abraham. There was no place that the Lord promised Abraham. That any of his progeny would be bent over. There was no part of the blessing or the covenant the Lord made with Abraham where he said, your children at a point will be in bondage for 18 years and will have no help whatsoever. Child of God, we're in covenant relationship with our God in heaven. For there's extension of the covenant of Abraham unto us according to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. We have the covenant of Abraham active over our lives. And nothing in our lives must be bent over. Nothing in our lives must be out of place. Nothing in our lives must be, must be, must be devil initiated. Hallelujah. Now if that has happened, it's not the problem of Abraham, of the covenant. It might be our problem. We might have Open the door for that to happen. It might be generational and we have not attended to it, we've not dealt with it. It might be for, by, for, by, it might be because of anything. I wouldn't know what the reason is. One thing I know this morning, Jesus is in the house and he's declaring, thou art loosed. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is, thou art loosed. And he's saying it's on the strength of the covenant that you have entered into with me. Anyone that accepted the blood wash, that washing by the blood, anyone that has accepted the lordship of Christ, anyone that is blood bought, blood washed, blood perfected, blood sanctified, has entered into covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus 
and you are entitled to be set loosed. Thou art loosed. In the name of Jesus, thou art loosed. Glory to God. So he will do it. He will set you free. He will set you free from recurrent malady that you have been coping with these years. He will set you free this morning in the name of Jesus. Recurrent disappointments it's become your second nature. Anywhere you go to, when it happens, you say, I'm not surprised. I know it will happen again. I know it will happen. In fact, you have even resorted to fate. F-A-T-E. That that is my fate. Mm, rejected this morning. For the Lord Jesus said, you are loosed. You are set free. Father, we thank you. On the strength of covenant, you are delivered. On the strength of fatherhood. <laughs> on the strength of fatherhood. On the strength of the fatherhood of God this morning. On the strength of the fatherhood of God this morning. You have provision in abundance. <laughs> oh, the father's heart is the heart that gives. And gives without withdrawing, without looking back. He gives liberally. That's the father's heart. Hallelujah. On the strength of fatherhood again today, I declare what is scarce will become surplus. That which you have been denied of will overflow. In the name of Jesus, he will do it. He will. He will. He will. He will. He will. In Luke chapter 11, he said, If you wicked men know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven will give. Now, it was in the context of physical material. You know, give, in fact, in the context of giving food and bread. But when Jesus was to say, I was to complete it, he said, how much more your father and I will give you the Holy Spirit. And I understand from there that the channel of supply by the father is through his spirit. And I understand from 2 Corinthians chapter 2 that we have things freely given to us. But those things must be revealed to us by his spirit. Hallelujah. So in other words, child of God, the father's heart is to give and give and give unto abundance. But there's a channel for receiving. That channel is by revelation of the spirit of God. Hallelujah. If you are a child of the spirit, if you have this wonderful relationship with the Holy Spirit, then you will know what is freely given to you. You will assess it and you know what? You will enjoy it. We have things freely given to us. The Father gives freely. Your health will be restored. It will be done freely. That disease condition will be healed. It will be done freely. You will wake up one day and find it no more. God is still in the business of doing the miracle of healing. And I believe strongly this morning, the Lord will heal you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Two boys in the house of the same father. One knew how to ask from the father. Another did not know how to ask. The one who knew how to ask, asked and then flaunted and then wasted his resources. But then he came back. <laughs> the 
father was waiting to receive him. That's the father's house. He left in error. He went into error. And when he was coming back, he came with the expectation of just joining himself to the slave of the father. But the father, when he was to receive him, the father received him, admitted him into the house. Not only that, celebrated his return. The father's heart. You have a God that has tender mercy. Have you taken time to, to think about tender mercy? It is good for you to be merciful. But when it, tenderness is added to it, it becomes another thing. That is your father. A father full of tender mercies. If he admitted the prodigal son and said, no problem, I forgive you, but you have lost it with me. Oh, that would be okay. But you see, this father said, not only will I admit you, but I will celebrate this admittance. Hallelujah. The father's heart that will not look in this in different direction when his child is in terrible situation. Hallelujah. He goes in with him. He's with you in that situation because he's your father. Hallelujah. The older brother who had always been with the father didn't understand this. He had always been with the father. Yet he never knew that all his father's all his father had was his until he had to be told. And the father said, Why are you distrust? Because I did this for your younger brother. You are always with me. Hallelujah. The fatherhood of God loves relationship. And God actually is relational in nature. So God was saying, the father was saying, I'd always been here for you. You've always been here with me. Why didn't you count on this relationship? Why didn't you maximize the privileges of relationship? Child of God, God is there in heaven and he has resources with him. He's waiting for you to accept and receive and take from him by faith because you, it is your entitlement. Hallelujah. He was telling the older brother, it's your entitlement. You should have hugged. The man said, the, the, the older brother said, you are not even a kid. Did, have you ever released for me to, not to kill and celebrate with my friends? And the father said, huh, you are always with me. That is key for me. Always with me. Oh, the father is always with you. The Lord is always with you. Ha, he's, he's there with you. And all he's saying is, ask me, I will do it. Again, I come to tell you, he will do it. Hallelujah. He will do it. So whatever it is that is cast, I say again, it's going to be an industry for you. In the name of Jesus. For that woman, it was a little jar of oil. But at the end of the day, by the time Jesus, God intervened, it became an industry for her. The prophet said, Go, use some and sell others. Hallelujah. That is who God is. He provides abundantly. He delivers. Shall please rise on our feet. I have just four minutes more. Celebrate this father of yours. Celebrate Jesus. Give him worship. Give him worship. I need music, please. Give him worship. Give him worship. Give him worship. Give him worship. Worship your father. Worship your father. Worship your father. Worship your father. 
Worship your father. I woke up one morning many years ago, almost 11 years ago to be precise. It was a Saturday. I woke up that morning with just 200 naira on me. And I said, thank God for this 200 naira. I will go and buy fuel into my car. And I know with fuel in my car, I can't be stranded. The little I had in the, in the, in the, in the, in the kitchen, I will, I, will, I, will, I will fix for my breakfast, uh, uh, my lunch, and probably my dinner. I mean, I'm okay. And I, I did my quiet time. And in the process of doing my quiet, the Lord told me, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. The channel of provision, he spoke to me. I said, leave where you are and go meet someone who have been owing you. I said, that one, <laughs> leave it, that, that one is out of the way. I can't go. I won't waste my precious fuel to go to that person because I know he won't be at home, one. And even if I should meet him at home, he won't give it to me because an austere man. Hey, a terrible. It's only when he asked me to come that I will come. The Holy Spirit said, Go. I went and I got there. Not only did he give, did he give me what he owed me, he gave me another job to do that same day. And that same day paid for that. And I came back with 6,000 naira. 6,000 naira in 2001. Ah, so much. Look here. He will do abundantly above what you can imagine or think. Listen, that bill will not submerge you. You won't be submerged under the weight of that bill. The Lord is settling that bill this day. He is settling this day. Whichever way he's going to do it, I may not know, but he will do it. He is going to settle the will be, the, 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 the bill. He is settling it by himself. In the name of Jesus, I want to pray for those who have ailments. If, if you have ailments in the body and you, you think, you think it's, it's not going to amend. That's been your thought. That it's not going to Amen. Maybe the doctors have even told you it's not amending. You are in the potter's house. He gives new organs. He replaces damaged organs. He wills. He gives new. He gives hope unto the hopeless. This morning there is hope for you. A hope of resurgence of your health in this morning. Can you receive your healing? Receive your healing. You receive your healing. I heard in my spirit heart condition. Heart condition. Heart condition. The Lord addresses that art condition. This minute, this minute, this minute, that art condition is addressed in the name of Jesus. Go back and check your heart and you will be amazed. You will be amazed. You will be amazed. For the Lord would have turned around your captivity. Thank you, Jesus. Label arthritis, arthritis. I heard it's so common in this house. Ah, many, many in this house with arthritis. They say it comes with old age. But the God, the ancient one says, I can make your case a different case. So your case is different. Your case is different. Your case is different. Your case is different. As touching arthritis, your case is different. You will see it no more. You will see it no more. You will see it no more. You are healed, completely healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. All eyes shut. All eyes shut. All head bowed. This is very important. Please, let's help our people. You are in total financial mess. That is how I can describe it. Total financial mess. The creditors are on your neck. In fact, certain some of your properties, they are 
might be confiscated because of this. Listen, the word of God is coming to you this morning. By this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, all eyes short, all eyes bowed. I want to know who I'm praying for. If you have that person, lift up your hands. I can see that hand. I can see that hand. I can see those hands. I can see those hands. By this time tomorrow, thus hear the Lord. The eyes will break. The waters will flow. And you will be delivered. Again I declare, the eyes will break. The waters will flow. And you will be delivered. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Celebrate the Lord in the house. Celebrate him in the house. He has done it. We began by saying he will do it. But I'm ending on this note. He has done it. He has done it. He has delivered. He has made provision. Hallelujah. My glory and the lifter of my head. My glory and the lifter of my head. For thou, O Lord, hath a shield for me. My glory and the lifter of my head. Thank you. You are in the house. You are saying, how do I enjoy all of this? Because I don't know the Lord. You can have your seats, please. This is an opportunity for you to know the Lord. Not only to know him. This is an opportunity for you to be admitted into sonship. For you to enjoy the fatherhood of God, you need to come to sonship. And he's saying, come this morning. He's saying, come, be born again. Come for the washing of the blood. Come and be separated from sin. Come and be saved. If you are saying that this morning, or you are also saying that I've gone far, I've been born, I've, I've, I've been in sonship before, but I've, I've gone away from sonship, and I want to return. The opportunities are available this hour for you to return. So if you are saying I want to be saved this morning, I want you to please wave at me. I want to pray for you. You want to give your heart to Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say to the Lord that I want to accept your fatherhood. I am releasing myself for sonship. Anybody like that, wave at me. I just want to pray for you. Wherever you are, up the gallery, do you have anyone? Up the gallery. I can't see any hand. But you are saying that I want to rededicate my heart to Jesus. Such people, place your hand across your chest and let me pray for you. You've gone far. You know yourself. You know that you have sinned against your father. The prodigal son came to himself one day and then decided to go back to the father. And he was accepted. He will accept you today. You have gone far, but it's good that you are here this morning. The father is saying, I will receive you. Just come back. Place your hand across your chest. I won't call you out. I will pray for you wherever you are. Once I sight that. Anybody like that? I can't see anyone yet. I can't see anyone yet. Okay, I can see somebody. God bless you for that sincerity. Father, thank you for the sincere hearts that are saying, we are coming, I'm coming back to you, Father. 
Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will forgive. I pray, Father, that you will readmit. And I ask, Father, for grace not to go back to their vomit. In the name of Jesus, Father, I ask that you will cause them to take root down in the kingdom. Bear fruit up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Sin shall no longer have dominion over you. In Jesus' name, amen. If such people would love to be helped for that, please, you can see any of our pastors. God bless you.